How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host, and my dad, Noel Teal. It is a, it is a sad day, and it's a... Uh, it's a sad day. I'm at, I'm at you know, I'm, it's a good thing we, we filmed this on Mondays, because if I filmed this last night, I would be so... Like, right now, my voice is, you know, I'm kind of... I'm still dealing with some some pain of, of, of money loss yesterday on some of our bets. Our, our, the, our pick for the Super Bowl losing... <laughs> It was a rough. Day. If we did this last night, I would have been like, "Hey guys, what's <laughs> I'm I'm AJ Teal, your host." Like I would have been so sad. At least now I'm like I slept, I I slept, and I dealt with the fact that I got all my picks wrong. Football's over for now. Like yeah. I, I I I live the next day. You know, other than fantasy football, this was really your first monetary loss betting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was like it was sad because I, I just want to give a little like. Can I, can I have like a, a two minute, maybe a minute monologue right now just to, before we, we're going to recap the Super Bowl in this episode, short episode, we'll just talk about the teams, talk about what we thought from the game, if uh, Brady deserve MVP, also where do these teams go from here for next year? You can have your monologue, but mm-hmm. are, are we not going to discuss the Australian Open for tennis? No, not on, not on this episode, okay. <laughs> but maybe in the future, but I just wanted to start with Sunday, February 7th. Yep. We sat down to watch the Super Bowl at like 3 p.m., like ready for this hyped up matchup. I think it was earlier than that. We watched the pregame. We watched every special guest. We watched Miley Cyrus and God was her hair sing awful. some weird songs. <laughs> With some I, old, what happened old to people. Hannah? What ha- happened to Hannah Montana? I don't know. <laughs> but we, we sat down for that. We watched the. We we, we watched we we timed the anthem. Hit mm-hmm. the over. We 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 uh, watched the coin flip. And I feel like everyone picked tails. It, it was. Or it was heads. You should have listened to your sister. She picked heads. I know. I, I should have. We uh, we watched the opening kickoff that I should have bet. I was gonna bet all my money that the opening kickoff was returned. It was. I never. I didn't do that. And from that point on, it was the worst Super Bowl. It was. It was not only the worst Super Bowl. It was the worst game I've watched this season. It was the worst Super Bowl I've ever watched. It was. It was. You pre-hyped it. I. It wasn't even the pre-hype. <laughs> It was not the pre You could have said this was going to be bad, and then it just was bad because it was bad. I I sat there, mm-hmm. and I watched the game. You were very quiet. I watched the game go back and forth, a punt, a touchdown, an intercept. And I, my, my, I, I, I didn't move from my couch with you. I was sitting with you. I didn't move from the couch to go to the bathroom, get, get some more wings. The wings were good. The wings were great. Wings were the best part of the night. I uh, my facial expression didn't really change. I just kind of sat there bored. I was getting kind of tired. Do you know why? Why? Because Kansas City couldn't put the ball in the end zone. I mean, it was so boring. Yeah, it was so lackluster. No, I mean, nothing happened. They scored thirty-one points, and no, there was no plays that made me go, "Oh my god!" Like no way. Get out of my chair. Nothing happened. No. Nope. There were there were no bomb for touchdowns. Nope. There was no ninety-nine yard touchdown that made me go crazy. Nope. Nothing happened. You it know, was the worst Super Bowl I've watched. I, I don't, you know, know what a better game was? When I watched Rams-Jets and the Jets got their first win of the season over the Rams, I was going, I was on the edge of my seat watching that game. That was more exciting than the Super Bowl. Do you know how many plays there were over 20 yards? Like four. Right. I mean, it was just, it was so boring. Yep. And I'm kind of glad it's over because... What's more exciting is the rumors, the trade rumors, and free agency and the draft. That's more exciting than the Super Bowl. I'm just happy. That's I just needed to rant for that. It's fine. We'll break it down. Let's but break it down. Yeah. We. I mean, let's let's talk about it. We'll talk about these teams. Let's run it. 
So let's recap this game as boring as it was, as lackluster as it was. We still got to recap it. I have a million takeaways from this game. And I'll let you start because it was just a surprising a surprising game. Okay. Number one. Yeah. First and foremost, mm-hmm. you, you said it probably 15 times over the last couple weeks. Yeah. I should never bet against the GOAT. And what did you and me, the two biggest idiots on the planet, do? Yeah. We bet against the GOAT. Yeah, we did, but... You don't bet against the GOAT. He has signed a deal with the devil. I'll tell you this. We bet against the GOAT, but the GOAT really didn't do anything. Who gives a shit? At the end of the day, he won the game. Mm -hmm. Okay, number one. Number two. So, have you ever... And I know you're going to probably bring up the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. But have you ever seen a quarterback miss his two tackles Mm -hmm. more than Patrick Mahomes? Have you ever seen a quarterback run for his life on... Every freaking play. The the, I mean, I have to say, like, I when I watched this game, I saw I had to squint my eyes because I saw like was Andy Dalton on the field? <laughs> because I know Andy Dalton's not that fast and can't throw bullets on the run right at his wide receivers. I was like, is that is that Andy Dalton? And I was like, oh no, this is the this is the Chiefs playing because it was every Cowboy game that we watched this season. That's what it was. I get it. It was it was it was basically. Andy Dalton out there running for his life, but like, it's not Andy Dalton. It's Patrick Mahomes still playing the greatest, you know, the greatest quarterback that I've seen throwing dots behind it. He was looking at the other end zone. He throw it behind his head on target. Yeah, every play. So the most insane stat. Yeah, insane stat. I think you know me stats. Yeah. Insane stat I have ever heard. Right. He ran for five. 100 yards scrambling on 49 plays. Yeah. I mean, he was pressured on 52% of his of his snaps. It was only 52 if it really felt like 97. I mean, it was just running It was over for dear before life. it started. I didn't, I, I really didn't think, here's what it boils down to. It, it, it comes down to, take every coach out of this. I don't want to hear, I, I love all the Todd Bowles as the MVP. Todd Bowles didn't do jack Anything. Well, no, what he did was he put two safeties really deep right. so nobody beat Todd him. Todd Bowles said this. This is what Todd Bowles did. Whoever I, – I, is Devin White the captain on defense that has the headset? He basically told Devin White, first play, he said, all right, guys, let's do what we practice and, and we didn't practice. Cover two zone. And he said that. And guess on the next play what he did. He said, guys – Do it again. Cover two zone. Do it again. And guess what he did every single play. He do said cover two zone. Todd Bowles could have missed this game. Okay. Due, but, to, due to COVID, they still would have shut this defense down because – of Andy Reid. I don't want this this is nothing to do with Todd Bowles. This has nothing to do with with Bruce Arians or any anyone on on the Bucks. This comes yep. down to Andy Reid couldn't adjust because he ran the same play. Both these teams ran the same plays they've ran all postseason. The start with the Bucks. The Bucks ran their they they, they run this play every time. They run the the handoff outside to the right behind Dredrick Wills mm-hmm. and they run it right through that 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 B gap right between the, the guard and the and the tackle, mm-hmm. and it and it gets pretty much five yards every play. I mean, Fournette was a beast. He was but, a beast. But he was a beast, but 
man, Ronald Jones did something in the offseason where he turned into a different player. That dude was a a scrub backup that backed up Peyton Barber. Yep. And he turned into a different animal. But anyway. But Fournette was brutal. Fournette just, he he couldn't be tackled. He ran people over. Yeah. Yeah. And then what they did was their second play in their playbook was play action off the same run. And throw to a Run Godwin over the middle. Mm Mm-hmm. Run Fournette and a little um, out to the left, and Evans would run a deep post to the to the right, and the safety because they stuck. They they run a lot of man. The Chiefs mm-hmm. they pretty much they ran man a lot. The the safety could either choose underneath with Godwin, yeah, which, and he just throw over the top to Evans, and then if he played over the Evans, he would throw underneath to to Fournette. either Fournette or or Godwin, yeah, like it was two plays. Like they ran the same. Plays they've run all postseason, and it worked because Brady delivers the most precise passes you've ever seen. He's a great decision maker, and it worked for the Chiefs. Yeah, they ran the same plays that they've run. However, we're missing their two tackles. When you when you have an offense that's so explosive, and you have a quarterback can throw eighty yards down the field, and a wide receiver that can run eighty yards down the field, but don't have your two tackles, you don't have time to do that. They, I, I mean, Tyreek Hill ran a deep crossing route or or a streak. Every single play, I was watching him every play because he dusted his guy off the line. Yep. Uh, it was either Sean Murphy bunting or um, or Dean that was guarding him, and he burned him off the off the edge. But they had another person. But they had another him. person deep, mm-hmm. and usually that doesn't matter against the Chiefs because you have so such good protection. He'll run past that safety, and Mahomes will still still get it there. But he didn't have more than three seconds to to it. throw the ball. So they could, they never adjusted. They, the the middle of the field with Kelsey was wide open the entire time, and Kelsey had a couple catches. But after they were down three touchdowns, I I think that that this loss really falls on it really falls on on uh, on Andy Reid because he did not adjust. Yep. He he had he needed to run more slants, more underneath routes. More quick passes. More quick passes. And he he just kept so, running that explosive offense that they so, couldn't run. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Did Kelsey's 10 for 133 and Hill's 7 for 73 seem like... It was it, just... It was all in the, in the garbage time. It was garbage time. Yeah. Like, it, it meant nothing. Hill had like one catch in the first half. 11 targets to all the other wide receivers. Yeah. Mecole Hardeman... Uh, uh, Sammy Watkins, Demarcus Robinson, Pringle, and they and they also didn't run Nothing. any of their creative plays, their their Nothing. formations. Like it was very odd because I, and then Andy Reid the whole game just looked like he was out of it well, with other stuff on his mind. I'm sure, I'm sure it had something to do with it. But you know, I I think that this this loss is I don't want to and I'll I'll talk about the the Buccaneers defense, but this loss on the Chiefs side is on Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. Played about as good uh, as you could play. I think it's on the line, number one. Number, I, I, but but you're dealing. You know what you were dealing. I with. understand that, but without a line, it, it, it look. We've looked at it all year as Cowboys fans. I understand. Without a line, you are not the same team. I understand. I Hold mean, on. It's, I, I got another point. Yeah. Okay. My other point is, if I told you, all right, of all the weapons on Tampa Bay side, mm-hmm. Mike Evans would catch one pass. Yeah. Cameron Brait would have three passes for 26 yards. Even Antonio Brown would be 5 for 22. Chris Godwin would have two catches for nine yards. Scotty Miller would not have a catch in the game. Yep. What would you think the outcome would be? I'd say a really close win for the Chiefs. Right. And here we are with a 22-point mm-hmm. blowout. Mr. Gronkowski. Yeah. He the, showed up. The only yeah. prop bet I won. <laughs> Gronkowski is up there with 
the best Super Bowl players of all time. Like he just shows up in the Super his Bowl. His prop bet was over under, or would he go over two and a half catches? Yeah. He had that in the first four minutes of the game. Crazy. That and Frank uh, Clark having over half a sack, and he had that in the first half and, yeah. and the first quarter. And then no other Chief had a sack. Nope. So I mean, I got so lucky on those two prop bets, and I thought I was going, I was going great. The next prop bet that I had was mm-hmm. Antonio. Oh no, sorry, Tyreek Hill scoring the first touchdown, and. They Mahomes was in a, a jam. He was getting, you know, he was running around for his dear life. Yeah. He throws up a prayer, and it hits Hill in the face mask so, in the end zone. Right, and that's what I wanted because that's where it all started with the reps. It all went downhill from there. Right, that would have been three hundred and fifty dollars in my pocket, <laughs> and it all went downhill from there. But that's that's exactly that was my next point. What I want to talk talk about. I mean, you know, pin the loss for the Chiefs side. Pin it on Andy Reid. He knew what he was dealing with. I didn't think it would be that bad, and I think he didn't think it would be that bad. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, at least at halftime adjust, they just kept running the same four d- wide. Kelsey runs a, a, a curl, and, and Hill runs a streak. Like, they weren't doing anything creative. Yep. And when they finally started running in the second half, they actually were getting some success, but they couldn't do it because they were down so much with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I don't know why they did it, didn't do it more often in the yeah, because he was averaging like seven yards a carry. But anyway, I pin it on Andy Reid for the Chiefs side. Now, okay. for the refs, I just wanted to talk about the refs because don't, don't blame the refs. The refs did not decide this outcome. No, they did not decide this outcome. They but just I, weren't very good. I want to point at just a few plays that were big. The Tyree Kill play, you could argue he was he was interfered with before he was able to catch it because he was hitting the head, uh, head by a hand and that's why he probably didn't come down with it. Yeah, the Tyron Matthew, the Tyron Matthew or, interception, or not interception, is, uh, the. Right. The no, no, his interception. Yeah, the interception. And then he, the he intercepted it. It was it was on the other side. I think it was it was West or, or Ward. Tredarius, Tredarius Ward. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Next Ward, Cowboy. Yeah. He, uh, Mike Evans runs a curl route, and yeah. Evans pushes off him to turn around, and Ward tries to regain his footing, and the ball isn't even passed to him. It's yeah. passed a, a dump off to Fournette, picked off by Matthew. It was probably the worst call I've ever seen. Like it wasn't even, it wasn't even holding. Yep. It wasn't even offensive pass interference. He was just getting position. It wasn't anything. It didn't have anything to do with the play. That changed the game a lot. Now I'm saying, would the outcome be different? We have no idea. But it was the game was so dominant by the Bucks that they could have forced a three and out on the next play and it would have made a difference. And, and I, I really didn't like the pass interference call on Matthew in the end zone. That that was probably the second worst call I've ever seen. That that pass was in the first row of the, of the, the stands. Yep. That He ran he, into him. He didn't even touch him. Like, they, there was no contact that would have prevented him from catching that. Yep. It was way above him in the first row of the stands. And that's a big play because that's field goal versus touchdown. Yeah. And so, then so Antonio Brown scored play. a touchdown on the next play. Right. Yeah. I mean... Two big calls. Now, on the Chiefs, you know, th- the reason it's not the end of the world and it's not like this decide the outcome of the game was because the Chiefs, you know, it's not like this, this, it impacted what the Chiefs did on offense. They couldn't do anything on offense. It wasn't because of, because of penalties. Three field They goals. just got screwed on, on two possessions that could have gone differently. Would the score have been like lower, like 21 to nine? Like maybe, but I still think, you know, it doesn't really determine that the Bucks wouldn't have of played that well on defense but it, just it, had to point out the rep i yeah. mean those two calls were were so just bad bad well, so bad it's amazing when you think about this team and how much hype there was that you know the over and you know who yeah. would who would throw for 400 I mean, all, yards all the and, prop bets lost yeah. oh it was awful I and mean, that's why it was so disappointing there was 
the high scoring game that was supposed to be the the amazing plays by the playmakers nothing happened it was just a snooze fest it was uh, and then you had the uh, the weekend perform a massively unbelievable on the edge of your seat riveting halftime show i mean sure i was i was on my phone i we did the giveaway <laughs> shout out shout out um the giveaway yes i i, I think it was chris uh, rodriguez we, yeah yeah we, we we went um live we did the uh, giveaway at halftime with Griff and everyone, and I we had like twenty something people in for a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars to get in, and we had Chris Rodriguez win. Shout out to Chris, and uh, it was awesome. We gave a hundred dollars away. We gave another hundred with Griff, yep, because the Bucks won, so he got two hundred bucks. Joined in a little late before the Super Bowl. I said, you know, joined in for two hundred bucks. He was ecstatic, and we gave out two hundred bucks. So want to do stuff like this in the future, obviously. Got to get more people in the next one because that was like twenty. You had a one in twenty-five chance to win. Yeah, out. I was shocked. Bucks. I was shocked more people wouldn't just spend two seconds and DM you the, the winning word. Whatever. But, hey, listen, Chris is happy. He's got two hundred bucks. He's got two hundred bucks in his pocket. He has two hundred bucks than we have. You know, the other thing about the game that just drove me nuts is, mm-hmm. you know, there was never a time where the Tampa Bay defense didn't look awesome at every level and mm-hmm. so i would kept watching it more from the perspective like holy crap is this team going to be back like this next year like i mean brady's already been like i'm coming back mm-hmm. right they have four they really only have, be brad. they only have four people on the team that are God, like, godwin's the big free God, agent godwin sue yeah shaq barrett and yeah because shaq was tagged yeah and i forget who the fourth one is um uh fournette yeah. So, you know, I mean, could they use Fournette? Of course. Could they lose Fournette and still be great? I mean, Fournette yes. basically, with this game, like, kind of, there might be now a market for him for oh, being a top paid. Definitely a market for him, for sure. Does he? Is he about money, or does he want to stay? Like, like this, you know, what Tom Brady does is he, he's the, he's like, obviously, we hate him because he wins. Yes. But we, you know, we admire his greatness. Yep. Play, there is not a single football player that has played with Tom Brady that doesn't like the dude. He no. brings teams together. I mean, Mike, Mike Evans basically was like going, you know, praising him like he's a god. Oh. I mean, they were, they were, this team is now like, th- this team was basically last year questioning, wh- like, what is this team? Like, Shaq Barrett, 16, almost broke Michael Strand's stack. Like, what is this team? Do I really want to stay here? That's why he signed a, the tag he's like i don't know if i want a long-term deal. i know i'm good right. but i don't know if i want to stay here like james well, winston throwing 30 picks and i don't know if i want this i get it brady comes in and he turns the whole organization the whole team you know you brings can... it stronger together now not only are the guys going to want to stay you know mike evans even said he'll take a pay cut like restructure his contract to keep guys like godwin and baird here well he's, he's gonna attract other people to Bra- come as Bra- well. brady is the is the ultimate leader yeah. where you put everybody out there in front of you yeah. you know he gives all the glory to all of his teammates his coaches and, and that's what you need to do yeah. but you know you know what they're not talking about is jason light the gm yeah he did a phenomenal job first yeah. of all he got brady there yeah right and yes brady got antonio brown and gronk to come but just some of the i mean drafting devin white and sean murphy bunting yeah. and, and antoine and winfield, Winf- yeah. winfield and then bringing Sue over and, and the drafting of uh, of uh, Vea. I mean, this team is awesome. 
Yeah. On defense. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then obviously they have every weapon in the book on, on, on offense. Like, I, I'm a little nervous that if all these people come back, like, this team is going to be better next year. Yeah. Like, with, I mean, Tom Brady had 12, basically like 12, 16 weeks to get this thing all working. And if you really look at the, like, really look at the games from this season, Tom Brady, in terms of Tom Brady standards, had a down year this regular season. Like, like not a great year. He had a pretty average Tom Brady year. Okay. What, what, how are we defining in terms average? Of, in terms of he didn't play, he got blown out by the Saints twice. Yeah. Lost to Jared Goff. Yeah. You know, they lost to, I believe they were. They won eight in a row. No, I'm saying like like in the in the but it, in it the take, first it half of the regular time. season, like he was having a down year. He had no offseason. I'm not saying. I'm just saying how how great it just makes him more great. Yeah. And another thing I wanted to talk about was in terms of the MVP. He won. He wins the MVP, and obviously they're going to give it to the the. They always give it to the quarterback. quarterback. I don't know why. I really don't know how Shaq Barry didn't win the the MVP. I really don't because. Shaq Barrett is he was in there every single play. Like they were all in there, but he just kept blitzing off the edge, getting, you know, in Mahomes' face. Yeah, but so did JPP. No. Devin White had a phenomenal he game. He was in there every play. But but Brady on the offensive side, like obviously Brady's great. He always plays great. And he's gonna but he didn't do anything that won this game. Shaq Barrett should have got this. Someone on the defense should have gotten it, I think. Okay, the problem is is that you can't give it to the whole defense. No, I know, you but know? I, if I, I said someone on the defense should have gotten it, it should be Shaq Barrett. Yeah, but I don't think there was one player that specifically did it. I think I, the collective I mean, in unit. In terms of, of watching the game, I always saw 58 just in there and trying to get Mahomes. Totally, I get it. But the thing that you're not giving, you know, the reason that Tom Brady won the MVP, besides, you know, all the other reasons, or, you know, all the, the obvious stuff, is, mm-hmm. is the, the pure consistency. Yeah, and the fact that he was able to put it in the end zone three times, yeah. where Mahomes couldn't even get one. The fact that his, you know, in the first half he had eighty percent completions. The fact that he just kept that team, you know, on the right track the whole game. Yeah. You know, I, I just look. I mean, and and the fact that you call it a down year. The guy threw for forty six hundred yards and forty touchdowns. I'm, I'm saying again, you're the stats guy. I'm sorry, the eyes guy. I don't know where I you're seeing a, guy, a down year. I saw a guy get played outplayed by no, he had no three more three bad arm, games all Drew year. Brees. I saw him get outplayed. Like I'm, I'm just saying, he had it, three bad games. It makes it more amazing that he didn't even play that great through a through a couple games this year, and he still goes on three road games to win. He, he beats Aaron Rodgers. He beats Drew Brees after losing to him twice, and then beats Patrick Mahomes. It just makes it more great. I'm not saying. I'm not trying to d- downgrade the guy. I'm saying yeah. it makes it more great that he was able to overcome a bad, a pretty, you know, not living up to expectation start to the season. And to, to win a Super Bowl like that was incredible. Yeah. But the one thing I, I just, I couldn't get behind was the whole coaching staff thing. And I, I just don't see how, like, obviously they're good coaches. Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles, they're good, co- they're good coordinators. Okay. I, they're they're very good corners, but in this in this game, AJ, nothing special happened. AJ, do you remember the first game? Tyreek Hill did. had 250 yards in the first quarter, or whatever right. it was. But again, I could have told you they needed to switch up. Okay, so everything that coaches do is about adjusting, getting right. your people to be in the right position, the right plays, work as a team. Right? That defense was. So Night and day to that first game. I I agree. 
So, but, but you got to give some credit to the fact that whatever it is he saw on tape, he fixed it. I mean, but I'm saying, I could have told you they needed to play cover too deep and, and, and played zone and they couldn't play man anymore. Okay, but it's not, just, it's not as simple as just, okay, we're just going to throw two safeties 30 yards back and that changed everything. There no, was I don't scheme. think it's that simple. There was I scheme. think that that you have to give I think the credit goes I think it goes all of the players. I, I, I am a player over coach type of person. I think that a coach matters, but I think at the end of the day, when you have a, a the amount of players that were skilled on that defense, that that they they ran they ran their zone and they 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 completely the the defense out schemed, you know, Andy Reid. Like they Andy Reid dominated the line of scrimmage. A- Andy Reid. It's more on like, like I guess what I'm trying to say is the whole thing with with Bulls. I think it's more on Andy Reid just couldn't adjust. Like I don't know why he did. Okay, fine, but you, but then you're counteract counter you're counter counter contradicting. Maybe I can get the words out of my mouth. Yeah, contradicting yourself. If you're gonna blame the coaches for not scheming right or, or putting their people in the right positions, you gotta turn around and give them credit for when they do. No, I'm saying that. I'm I, all I'm saying is that I think that that there's nothing that Todd Bowles did that was so special that no other coach could do. It's if, about that if, defense if they, that if was they, so If they got blown out and mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill had three 70-yard bombs, right. would Todd Bowles be roasting right now? Would you be killing him right now? Of course you would be. I mean, the fact it, it that really the, just The depends. fact that the most potent offense, the team that's lost one game in or two games in but two that's, years. It's exactly my they point. They never trailed by 10 points in a game i understand my that that is or what i've never lost by 10 that is what i'm trying to prove in this point is that todd bowles schemed a great plan but when you talk about the defense the defense stopped a team that scored average 30 points a game correct that is playing the best player in the I entire it. league it is the players but don't take the scheme out of it and don't don't knock the coach because the coach did no. put those people in the right place I, Again, I, I get that, but you're telling me that no one's ever tried that? Like, like no one else has played the same defense? No one else has, no other coach has said, do this, don't let Tyreek Hill do this and this? They still had to go out there. Antoine Winfield had to had to stay home and, and play his part. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wanted to be more involved in, in, the, in the defense. Get up. He couldn't do that because he, he was shadowing Tyreek Hill the whole way. Like, like the players were, the players were special. And this is a, you know, it was a special win for them because... They stopped the greatest offense probably ever without blitzing like once. Without blitzing, they 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 were able to, because that's how most teams would stop them. Most you know the coordinators were like, we got to blitz this guy because we can't let Mahomes sit back there. Exactly. But with the tackles being out, it, it's more about not. It's more about the pass rush than the tackles. Like but that's my point. Because the line was dominated right. by JPP and Dominic and Sue, Shaq agree. Barrett. It's more of Vita the Bea. players that they have on their defensive line fulfilling their their playing their greatest game, fulfilling their their potential at the yes. the game that they needed to win. That's that's what made this team win. So in the fourth quarter, right, they were uh, substituting some people on the line. Yeah. Right. And there was a guy. I have to look him up because it. it I don't. I honestly, I'd never heard of him in my life. His, his last name was Nelson. Yeah. Do, do you even know who he is? Right. I, don't, I fell not asleep. Even, he's not I even fell asleep. He's not even on the stat sheet. There was a guy Nelson that was uh, took the place of Shaq Barrett for a couple of plays, and even he was getting in right. like it was butter. Like he had a holding call when he was taken down by a headlock. Yeah. Like nobody could block 
anybody. Nope. And the fact that Mahomes kept running around like uh, it was, he was uh, on a, you know, middle school lot, yeah. praying that these the high school kids didn't destroy his face yeah. was unreal. Yeah. But my, I mean, I guess just my final point is, is the defense it the defense for the Bucks won this game. They have exceptional players. That front seven, you know, it's it's also funny because I'm just thinking back back to when we previewed this NFL season. What was the number one thing we said about the Bucks? We said that the Bucks can win the Super Bowl because they have Tom Brady and a great team. Mm-hmm. What is the main thing? We, we know the offense is great. We know Mike Evans and Godwin are great. We know Fournette's going to be great. Tom Brady's always great. What is the number one thing that this team needs to be great because they have it on paper? Their front seven. We yeah. said we said it, it could be the best front seven. It could be the, the best front seven we in could the go, league. We could go back to that episode previewing the NFL, and I'm telling you, I can remember like it was yesterday. I said this could be the best front seven in the league if they can show on, up and prove it. On paper, mm-hmm. it was stacked. Yep, sack guy, sack guy. They're not going to allow teams to run on them. This, and it. It was it it was it they took fulfilled. a while. It yeah, took a while. It took a while, but they fulfilled what they were their potential in the final game, and that's what won the game. So, I I also think it was it was the reason the score is the way it is. The reason they won by twenty two points is because you have the great defense, and then you have Andy Reid, who was who was. It just confuses me. I I I really want like an explanation how the play calling didn't switch up. Maybe maybe it's on BM and EN and Reid. The play calling didn't switch up. They uh they didn't adjust to their tackles. Yeah. You know they were so concerned of getting Kelsey his five yard uh curls that they didn't have him block at all. Mm-hmm. They didn't they they started to go a lot of when they were down big twenty you know they're twenty two in the fourth quarter they went they went with their five wide instead of having a running back help right. block. Very few motion plays. Very no few mo- no misdirection plays. And when they tried to do their and they tried to do screens and stuff with backup three backup offensive linemen in there. Yeah. that's probably not the best. So as as I'm giving the the Bucks defense is the reason that they scored nine points. The other reason they scored nine points is because Andy Reid just completely fumbled the you know you know play the play calling. What's and, amazing and is completely blew this. He was he was chomping on that gum like there was no he tomorrow, was. man. Oof, what man. was in that gum? I don't know, but his jawline was moving. It was ar, 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 ar. all right. So where did the Chiefs go from here? And and more importantly, yeah. Will the Chiefs be back in the Super Bowl? And do you think that Patrick Mahomes... Pl- Here's my plus or minus prop mm-hmm. bet. Patrick Mahomes will play in th- three more Super Bowls. Plus or minus. Yeah, he'll be... He'll be... I don't know, because it's... I mean, it's so early to tell. You know, right now, it's way too early to tell about next year. But he'll be back. I don't think he'll play in three more Super Bowls. He will. He, I, I mean, don't. It, it's the, the AFC is getting much better. They're going to be cap hit big time in a, a couple of years with everybody getting these huge contracts. They're going to start losing players. It's too hard to get back. I mean, ask Aaron Rodgers. He's you know he hasn't been able to get back at all. He'll, he will. He'll, he'll be back. I'm not saying he won't get to another Super Bowl or two. I just the legacy talk and you know, he's the next Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. He's a phenomenal player and his stats are going to be like legendary in terms of numbers. He'll mm-hmm. blow every number away. I just, I'm not, I just think in that AFC, with Buffalo getting better, with Baltimore getting better, like Baltimore just bringing in all these pass, you know, they're, they're going to change their whole offense and mm-hmm. start getting more pass-oriented. You know, you've got some up-and-coming teams like Tennessee. And I don't know, you, you could also make the argument, you know, they asked Patrick Mahomes, you got, you guys, he, I mean, they got exposed. Their offense got exposed. And I think that, that 
again, like I said, it is this defense more than this, you know, the the coaching adjustment wise because I'm telling you, there is this is not the first time that they a team ran zone against this team. Every team runs zone. Every team knows that you got to play deep, and, and you know, obviously, it's different in the Super Bowl than a regular season game because in a regular season game, you're just like, well, if Tyreek Hill beats us, you know, they're just better than us, whatever. In a Super Bowl, you're like, well, if Tyreek Hill beats us, we lose. Yeah. So that's why it was so they played. So, I've never seen two safeties play so far back. But I think you know, what they Mahomes was asked like, you guys got exposed. Do you have to change the offense around? Do you have so teams don't play this deep, you know, safety this zone on you? And he was like, yeah, we do. We need to go in the offseason, change something, look at some things. I actually think that no, because like I said, this is this team is was built so great on the defensive side that it didn't, you know, the scheme only just you know, just helped them. Yeah. On right. other teams, they're not going to have the the ability, the pass rush that they have to get to Mahomes. Agreed. They're not going to have the safeties that can stay with Tyreek Hill even if they're well, 30 yards and, down the field. And they'll have their offensive line back. And again, Kansas City was at its best when they had a run yeah. option. Because, I think I think I think you got to get Clyde Edwards-Helaire more involved. But bring, it, it, bring it, back it, Le'Veon it Bell. It, it wasn't just Clyde Edwards-Helaire running the 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 sweeps yeah you know to the wide receivers all of those plays allowed Patrick Mahomes to then go play action which gave him the extra two to three seconds yeah. to get somebody down the field to throw a bomb so he didn't have that in this game yeah so where where do they go I think that they have to address Chris Jones in the off season I know they signed him to an extension but he wasn't really impactful mm-hmm. I I know Frank Clark was pretty good I think that they Tyra Matthew is good I think that Court, you know, court, their secondary is Needs is, help. is is good, but it could use another draft pick. Like maybe if a guy falls to the thirty first pick yeah. or something like that, they could get I, one. I am not a Brashard Breland fan. I I think they could honestly. I really think that maybe they could take another wide receiver. I really do. I think running back, you're you're fine. You have mm-hmm. you you took your first round pick. Offensive line need help. Well, if they, you know, they got their two, they're they're fine at offensive. If you want to, if you're banking on those guys coming back healthy, you're fine at offensive line. If Mitchell Schwartz can come back from that gruesome injury, yeah. right? And look, I mean, Eric Fisher tore his Achilles. I like, think this could be yeah. some issues. I here. think if look, it's it's a lot like like the Cowboys. Like the Cowboys, yeah, their two tackles. Are they going to draft a tackle at ten? Well, I don't know. You have to bank on their the tackles' health, right? So for the Chiefs, I think let's just assume their tackles come back. Their only hole is at linebacker a corner and maybe another wide receiver so go this screams you don't have any cap space go into the draft one two three corner wide receiver linebacker back to the super bowl next year oh wow you have them back in the super bowl i don't know i mean right now they're still the best team in the they are in the afc they are but they're not head and shoulders above i think i think buffalo still has work to do in terms of of their team in terms of their they need a running back. They need a running game because I, they were – talk about a team that was so one-sided. Yeah. At least the Chiefs, you know, they could run the ball. Even though they were down, they still were running, and, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was averaging eight yards a carry. They can't te- They can't stick with Devin Singletary. Te- he was terrible. Teams are getting better. You better watch out for, like, you know, like the L.A. Chargers next year when they get everybody oh, I'm, back. I'm on, 
You already know I'm on with the Chargers. Yeah, but when Bosa and Ingram and we'll, we'll De- be there and James, year. we'll be there. Oh, we are going to be there. We're going there. Oh, we're going. We're going to LA. Yeah, well, you better hope for a miracle on the Cowboys side. Um, but yeah, I just think that there's going to be a lot of good teams in the AFC, and I just think over the next few years, there's so much young talent in the AFC. I think it's going to be a harder path for, for for Mahomes to consistently get to the Super Bowl. I think the Brady era in the, when for the Patriots, where he goes every year and you can count on it. I don't think that's going to happen ever again. I really yeah. don't. But then, I mean, for the Bucks, let's. I mean, I am scared for the Bucks next year. The NFC, I, I, I'm like, scared for the, the NFC. The AFC, as much as you want to say, oh, teams are getting teams are getting better. The 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 Chiefs are the undoubted best team in the AFC. Still, you know, even though those teams are getting better, they still destroyed Buffalo. They still, anytime they're going to play the, I don't care if they sign Allen Robinson and trade and sign Chris Godwin, the Ravens, they're still a better team than the Ravens because they're just. You, I, I need to see Lamar actually utilize those wide receivers, but yeah, I get that. I, you know, I still think there there's such a there, there's still a gap between them. They're at the top, and then there's like so you think pretty, there's a bigger gap between the Chiefs oh, and all the rest of the AFC teams, no doubt, versus the Bucks and all the NFC teams. because the Bucks are right. You know, the Packers are are there. They need improvements on defense. We know well, that. You know, Aaron Rodgers got engaged this weekend. He did. So you know that, that you know that's the, the Packers the Rams. Are right there, neck and neck with each other. Oh, like stop. there's like there's a gap, but their Packers and Rams are there. Uh-huh. I think that I don't want to be a homeboy because I think that it's still I need to see. First of all, off seasons I need to see. Yeah, I get it. There's gonna be so much movement. There's, I mean, it depends if the Cowboys can do you know actually utilize free agency, which they never do, and draft just draft Patrick Sertain and get a cor- a, a lockdown number one corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw what. Dak Prescott was going to win the MVP. He was going to throw for six thousand yards. They're going to. Well, th- this team, if Dak Prescott stays healthy, they're they're going to be at least eight and eight, nine and nine and you know <laughs> six. I think the Cardinals are there too. I think the Cardinals can be there. The Cardinals. There's need... a lot of teams that are going to be better. Right. And in the AFC, another team you're not talking about is the Colts. If they get you know Carson Wentz and get yeah. his head on straight with Frank Reich, you know getting him back in the fold, or they get Matt Rice or Matt uh, Ryan, you know the the Colts have all the pieces that you know that are necessary to win that AFC too. If if we're if I'm being honest, I when you look, and I think the Colts have a really good team. I think you're right. If they get a a Wentz or a, another quarterback, they are going to be a good team. That gap between the Chiefs and the Colts is so much bigger. Than the Bucks and the, the Bucks and the Rams. Oh, you're out of your mind. The Bucks and you're the out of your mind. And the Packers. Absolutely not. It's so much bigger. No, it isn't. Yes. It isn't. And you know what? At some point, the the scheme, it at they they need more weapons because I think they were exposed in the Super Bowl for. I mean, actually, only I'd actually Kelsey get, like, and get rid of Sammy Watkins. He's yes. he doesn't do anything. If you have, I'm fine with having Tyree Kill and Miko Hardman. And then you gotta have a guy, a uh, uh, you gotta you have possession some, wide some receiver, position physical big you, guy. You need you got your speedsters. You don't get need it. any more speed. No, draft a guy, a in the second or third that's gonna drop. That's a a big guy that that can uh, that or, can play on the outside or pick up an Emmanuel Sanders or somebody who or Golden Tate, somebody that could go get you twelve yards when you yeah, need it. I'm with you. I, I think that's a big. It, it might not seem like a need because of how you know great the offense is. It's they, actually a big need. No, they need another weapon. Yeah. I mean, you can easily now start double teaming Kelsey and Hill, um, and and just let 
you're going to lose lose by Sammy Watkins because right. he'll play great one game a year. Has Sammy Watkins caught a pass in the Since last two years? Yes, he had one game. Remember, he had three touchdowns. And other than that, he's done nothing. I don't know. Yeah. No idea. Listen, I, I'm sad the NFL season is over. It does go into the next season, which, you know, we love, and that right. is the, the pre-draft and free agency season. I mean, we're going to obviously talk, you know, all the— A ton of it. All the, you know, free agencies coming up, the draft. Uh, we got— when we should we move this Wentz, week? Which be interesting. Hopefully, Wentz has moved on like Wednesday, so we can talk about him right on our on yeah. our or Wednesday or Thursday, so we can talk about him on Friday. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Yep. But uh, yeah, look, we had a great football season. We we thank Guru Griff for uh, you know all the effort that he and our football you know yep. guest and uh, all the other guests that we've had, and uh, look forward to the next step. And that's uh, basketball, a little hockey. March, I and did. March I Madness. will say this. I was so sad last night. Like I was like in my feelings. Trying to go to sleep, and I and I saw an ad for March Madness, and a smile went across my face. I said, "You know what? Then if the season's over, we have we actually have March Madness this year." I know. I gotta start doing some research. I know. <laughs> That's gonna do it for today's episode. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends and your family if you enjoyed. Follow me on all socials, on especially on TikTok. I'm posting daily sports content as well as answering all your fantasy football questions. If you leave me a comment. On any of my videos, I'll make a video responding to it. Uh, get me to a thousand followers. We're almost there by football season. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at the Sports Appeal Podcast. My TikTok handle is Sports Appeal AJ. My Instagram is the Sports Appeal Podcast. Follow me on all those. You can also listen to any other episodes of the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just search up the Sports Appeal. Also, you can go to my homepage, anchor.fm slash AJ-Teal to get to all the external links.